1: Heather and Donnie Mosier.
2: Hello. Welcome to this episode of Relevant Recovery Radio. We're your hosts, Heather and Donnie Mosier. We're Hello. glad you're listening today. Um, I would like to say that this show, Relevant Recovery, is sponsored by the Matthews Hope Foundation. We have an amazing two week detox inside St. Joseph's in the downtown Houston area, followed with a two year aftercare program that includes recovery coaching, twelve steps spiritual, mental, and emotional wellness, including IASIS, which is microcurrent neurofeedback. So it's an amazing one of a kind program with a very unique care model and we have about an eighty percent sobriety success rate. Crazy. I'm I, I lead the RST, the recovery support team, and so we track sobriety. So I can say that with confidence. And so it's amazing. Mm. So if anybody would like information about that detox program, you can give us a call at 844-263-4673- Or visit this really long URL. Ready? All
0: right. I'm going to start the clock. Hold on. You know what? Here we go. I'm going (laughs) to start a clock. Yeah, we're going to do a timer. Our
2: our new website is beautiful. um, And I'm going to give you the URL. Here we go. Ready? Go. It's really long. It's www.MatthewsHopeDetoxAndRecoveryProgram.com. There we go. How long was that?
0: 35 minutes.
2: (laughs) But here's the good news. I know we make fun of that URL. Um, but there's reasons that we have a long URL, but I uh, got my way, and management's going to buy a shorter URL to feed into the longer URL, so I'm hoping within a week or two, I'll be able to give everybody the new, much shorter URL.
0: That would be fantastic, (laughs) and as usual, you are listening to us on Houston's own KPRC 950, or you can listen to us later. So, Sundays at 1 o'clock Central is when we air uh, the show officially, and if you can't catch us Sundays at one in the H Town, you can always go to um, the iHeartRadio app and either listen. Which is listen... free.
2: Which is free. Just download it.
0: Yeah, so you don't have to have an AM radio. You can actually listen on the iHeartRadio app. You can just mm-hmm. look listen to the KPRC 950 channel yeah. at one PM Central. Or uh, later in the day, our shows do get uploaded as a podcast under Relevant Recovery Radio. And there's
2: lots of past episodes there, uh, a wide variety of topics and guests that we've had on. So I encourage everybody to check that out. And uh, as always, we also have a Facebook and Instagram. You can just at Relevant Recovery Radio on Facebook or Instagram and check us out there. You can send us comments or questions or feedback on the show or request other topics for us to do on the show or be a guest on the show. So reach out to us through social media.
0: And what a segue, (laughs) because today we are going to cover
2: social social media media addiction.
0: addiction. Yeah.
2: So this is going to be a cool topic. I think it's going to be lit. I think it's going to be a passionate topic because everybody, I think almost everybody in society deals with social media to some degree.
0: Right, right. Period.
2: It's something that, well, we, for the most part, for the most part. Okay,
0: so what would those everyone, mediums, what would those media mediums be? Give so, me, for instance...
2: Well, for instance, there's like, you know, Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat mm-hmm. and TikTok, all the young the kids are on TikTok. The normal pick up
0: your phone, social media, what else is yeah, there? Yeah, but
2: there's also social platforms like the one we're on, like iHeart and Spotify So and podcasting, you podcasts. would
0: con- you would consider podcasting a
2: form of social? Yeah, okay. a form. I think that I disagree. <clears throat> I think it's just a form of You're allowed to be wrong. That's okay.
0: I know. You've been allowing me that for many years now.
2: (laughs) In this topic today, I think it's going to be live. uh, And we're going to include our producer, Will. So we're super excited to hear from a normie, a non-drug addict, an alcoholic's perspective on social media addiction. Well, now you
0: can't just judge him like that. I bet he's normal.
2: He seems really normal. He's upstanding. (laughs) (laughs) He keeps a job for a while. He's on time. (laughs) Yeah. He comes downstairs to get us on time. I bet Will's normal.
0: <laughs> well, have you ever? Have you ever? I, and you, I, you know what? I mean, never mind. I'm not going to ask him. He has a job. I can't ask him that kind of thing. If he's ever done drugs. Will's
2: our producer, and he's amazing. But uh, we want to start including him on, on topics because uh, we know that not all of our listeners are in substance abuse recovery. And We right? want to get a, a normal perspective. Normal perspective. At times. So let's so, talk about social media addiction.
0: Let's and so let's specifically talk about social social media meaning. Uh, I pick up the phone and I'm going to get on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, these things where I'm going to broadcast my opinion out to who knows how many people. And I
2: think that the reason most people get on social media and, and maybe the, the motive of creating it in the first place would be connection. And so I think that – I don't think that there was necessarily a sinister motive when these things were were created.
0: Well, I, I watched – I remember remember the social network and when uh, the Zuck was creating it, it was more of a way for everybody to connect on college. It was a college right. campus And connection.
2: so, I mean, you always ask me, why do I keep my Facebook? Like, I got friends from high school. I got – People I got silver with years ago well, in a different I town, wanna, like w- family members, that I would never pick up the phone and call, but I because can... Because
0: you don't care about them. That's <laughs> the thing. So you only want to see that they're alive on... No, but here's the thing. I want to hear your justification for your addiction later in the show.
2: Oh, okay. Fine. Whatever.
0: I want to talk about... What's the platform about? So here's what I think... with Connection.
2: The... I've also, they're going to say all platforms are about connection.
0: But the truth of the matter is, is that they are there for advertising. Yeah. They are there to change your behavior, mm-hmm. right? How do they change that? They're they're uh, photo tagging, like buttons, letting you know your friends are like. They're literally creating a behavior. Through slight changes where we are looking at our phone even when we don't want to.
2: Right. I, I think that here's what a lot of people that use social media may not know is that everything is desi- designed to keep your attention. They want to keep you on the platform. And, and so right. there's all sorts of things that were created and implemented to make social uh, monetized, where well, it would and make money. And the so other thing at- they
0: want is your data. We we yeah. are literally, so if you are on social media, you are the product. They want your data. They are learning everything they can about you. They call it, the. we watched The Social Dilemma last night to kind of bone up on the show and see how we want to do this. And um, they call it uh, surveillance capitalism. Yeah. Because they're watching how long you look at what, what draws your attention, Um, What is your, and and it's not even people doing this. It's literal computer programs that are getting smarter and smarter and smarter. And we'll talk about it a little bit with what's called AI.
2: Well, I think everybody knows that the algorithms uh, within social media are learning and growing on their own.
0: But you know what I want to explain when we talk about that is what an algorithm is.
2: Okay, let's do that. As soon as we come back from this break, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Relevant Recovery. I'll be right back.
0: Welcome back to Relevant Recovery Radio with Donnie and Heather, Hello. or sorry, Heather and Donnie.
2: Whatever, <laughs> and Will, <laughs> and Will,
0: Will the producer. So, what we are talking about today is social media addiction, and um, and I think what everybody forgets is that these social media platforms are—they're a business. Yeah. And it's not really. And here's the thing: is that you said exactly what I think the canned answer is. It's about connection, but it's not. It's not at all.
2: Right. It, it's a false connection. It's not real. It's a it's, uh, counterfeit, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, when we're looking at what social media gives us and why it becomes an addiction is because it's designed to be an addictive thing. Um, they've monetized it, and they have algorithms that feed you certain data and like buttons and comment notifications and all sorts of things that draw you back in. You can be at the park and not even on your phone, but your phone dings and someone liked your photo. You're going to open it and check. And when you check and see how many likes or comments or whatever's going on on your stuff, that releases dopamine, just like cocaine or heroin. And uh, and it becomes an addictive thing, and which anybody can experience.
0: And that's, I think, what people have forgotten or or maybe they didn't know in the first place, is that it's not a, I'm putting quote fingers in the air, social media platform. It's a business. And so what they are doing at all costs is getting my attention as much as they can because when they get my attention, they get to figure out what I like Right through AI. Everybody needs to understand what AI is. AI is thrown around a lot. But what i what i want people to understand because i'm i'm in the i.t world I, I get it we use ai and machine learning in, in the business i'm in and what ai is is that it collects every stat and every point of data about you mm-hmm. so you stop and you look at a picture for 10 seconds it's going to make a note of what kind of picture it is how long you looked at it um what was the next one you looked at and what it's going to start doing now under machine learning is it's going to now pop another picture up like that and see if it gets the same stat yeah maybe it pops a different picture up that's sort of similar to get a longer stat Mm -hmm. like this machine is learning everything about you Mm -hmm. and facebook Instagram they're collecting it. but they
2: do the, the same thing even if it's not like a social platform if it's something like Google right um you know I I love Google I use Gmail I use Google Drive I, I'm a big fan I know that you're not
0: I'm not at <laughs> all I uh, I de Google. but
2: here's the thing Will. like here's the thing if you and I were at our homes and I google something and I'll say you know um uh global warming is what, what would show up in my search results would be particular to my algorithm of what they think I would agree with and click on. And it would be completely different results for you based on what they think you would agree and click on, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's so, it's so weird because people think, well, I Googled it. Here's the answer. Well, no, that was the answer fed to you based on your algorithm.
0: Right. Based on your searches, based on what websites you've gone
2: and to. And so what I think social media has done, and I'm not saying intentionally or unintentionally, but what I'm saying is for society at large, it has fed us certain opinions and beliefs and views to where we think everybody agrees with your own opinion, your own belief, and your own view. But how did they do it? Uh, well, through the AI from from learning us. I mean, it's not they just learn-
0: not just AI, right? So they're using. So you said it earlier. Hmm. It's like a drug, right? So I, the part that blew me away the most about the social dilemma, the thing that blew me away the most. Is that Stanford actually has what was that thing called? Persuasive
2: technology class.
0: There is a class called persuasion technology. Uh-huh. What that means is that scientists,
2: they have a formula and computer to scientists, minds.
0: psychologists are getting together and learning how to grab your attention. Yeah, that should bother everyone. I
2: think that our society is in a state of mass psychosis and brainwashing. And, and I think that we're, we're mostly not aware of it. And who knows all the different degrees, whether it's like GMOs and chemtrails or the conspiracy theorists or whatever, right?
0: You were just watching videos about that last night. Listen,
2: you? I like conspiracy theories. I just enjoy <laughs> them. Certain ones.
0: But you have different, but to elaborate but I on have, what you're saying, there's different of those groups, right? Yeah. So you have your mass psychosis... Uh, left, or your mass psychosis right, or your mass psychosis conspiracy theory, but It, creates a, theory, polarization. But it yeah.
2: creates a polarization to where each group becomes more extreme based on the the AI, or the, the learning that we're doing, that we're programming our mind based on what the social platforms are giving us.
0: Right. Okay. So, and what they're giving us, because the other thing that I want to look at is what does it give me besides that dopamine push, right? I think that that social
2: media, and correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, but I just think that a lot of people seek, and they don't even realize it, validation and self-esteem through their social media accounts. I would say, like, people that want to... The way that Instagram is set up, it is the highlight reel shots of, look at this vacation I've taken, look at this Mm -hmm. travel I'm doing, look at this RV I just bought or this car I just bought. Like The way it's set up, it's like... Man, if you look at the whole keeping up with the Joneses, the grass is greener on the other side sort of syndrome, that's what that feeds. Because then you're sitting in your couch eating your potato chips comparing yourself to someone who's like on the edge of the Grand Canyon. You think your life sucks and theirs doesn't. Not true. Right,
0: (laughs) right. I mean, well, let me ask you this, because you and I were talking about Instagram a little bit before the show. What was the draw for you, do you think?
1: I think, I I mean, I got Instagram kind of, I would say late in terms of my friend group. I got it, I think, my freshman year of college. It was mainly just a way to be able to, again, like, I think meet people Uh and, like, you know, just follow people all around. And then eventually it became more like a news source for anything and everything basketball, you know. And then it's just it's all basketball stuff. And then the second that I clicked on, you know, a a delicious looking plate of fries that I know (laughs) – are not good for me and then suddenly I'm just getting you know chicken sandwiches and everything yeah. yeah exactly <laughs>
0: all through the algorithm and
1: then it's all just it's all just coinciding and then I just recently I, I, did, I had to give it up
2: you gave it up like recently like how recently
1: Um, I uninstalled the app so I guess I haven't deleted the account but I've uninstalled the app and that was about a month ago
2: wow yeah.
0: so have you have you taken any pictures and then wondered what you're supposed to do with them if you can't post them
1: well and I will say I I was a poster when I was at the very beginning when I first yeah. got it. I had a lot of interesting ideas that I wanted to <laughs> explore. But after um probably about a few years with it, I just i'd i'd post less and less and less every single time. It was really only for major events and just yeah. pretty
0: much infinite scroll, scroll yes. to the end of it. Doom
1: scroll. So here's
2: something else that I find interesting, and I know that I'm not the only person that experiences this. And I don't know which social media platform does it or doesn't do it. Or I'm I'm not saying anything. I'm I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist, so don't laugh at me. But here's the thing: I think the phones listen to you even when you're not on and you're not on the. the oh, platform. I think that's
0: fact yeah. at this um, point. But
2: here's what's crazy: like I recently went on a girls' trip with eleven girls, and we're all. Sober in recovery. And we were all sitting around in a circle talking about our stories of like our drug use and how we got sober and stuff. And so it was like all evening. Well, the next day, the sponsored ads that were popping up on my Facebook were all about pharmaceutical drugs. The ones yeah. that we mentioned while we were talking with none yeah. of our phones on. I mean, they were turned on, but we weren't on our phones. Right. We weren't on Facebook currently. I'm getting sponsored ads for this medication and this antidepressant and this Adderall and this. Fi- and I'm like, <laughs> I'm just reporting it as misleading or a scam or offensive every time I see it. Because I'm not looking for that. I was not looking for that. I'm absence based. Well, <laughs> and it was crazy because I've never had those ads before like that. And it was the whole next day.
0: But you and I have had that happen in the past. We're walking through the store talking about something stupid and then later you're laughing and you go, look at this. This is literally what we were talking about an hour ago. My phone was
2: in my back pocket. You and I were in a Walmart or something arguing over which rug we were going to buy. Probably
0: not a Walmart.
2: Well, I don't remember where we were.
0: Yeah, I don't do Walmart. And
2: so my phone's in my back pocket and we're talking about a rug and we're going to go to a different store to buy a rug for that room is when we bought our house and we get in the truck and we're going down the truck and I flip on social media. What do I have? Sponsored ads for rugs ladies and gentlemen (laughs) and it's like what in the world is going on am i am i in the matrix
0: and so it's got to have a heck of a draw right because even will talked about it and i had this issue when i begin on like like an instagram and i'm posting photos and i'm a part of it people are liking it i start getting some self-worth self-worth and some identity from it Mm -hmm. when i put it down when i quit it a year three years ago when i quit it I literally would take a photo and go, now what do I do with the photo? I have no idea. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, what do people do when they just take photos? Do they (laughs) still print them?
2: I have no idea. (laughs) If
0: I have nowhere to post it, what do I do with it? (laughs) So listen, we will be right back here in a few minutes, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the problem of social media addiction.
2: We'll be right back. Welcome back to Relevant Recovery Radio with Heather and Donnie Mosier. We're talking about social media addiction today.
0: Which is pretty relevant.
2: It's pretty relevant. I think it's really relevant because everybody pretty much has it.
0: And one of us are in recovery.
2: (laughs) But anyways, no, I want it for a serious moment. I want to take a serious turn to kind of talk about some of the damage that we know it's caused. Because, because here's the thing. They've been able to track, track some data for some time now and, yeah. and look at some of these stats. And I, th- I want to talk about just here are some problems. Uh, I'm not saying we know a solution to them yet, but we should be aware that some of the problems is the polarization of, yeah, of each political party and demographic, your social media is just an echo chamber of your own beliefs. And it's designed to be yeah. that way. They love to incite anger because that keeps you there longer. It's a big
0: draw for them.
2: And they make money off the advertisements that you then see after you get riled up.
0: Well, and, and the other thing about the polarization is that, so what, what did you have like two years ago, three years ago? You had uh, Facebook. Let, let's talk about like the big ones, right? Facebook and Twitter were the two big dogs i feel like in the arena
2: i've never had twitter i don't know anything about twitter
0: um and and what happened is that when both of them started to quiet people because they do
2: censor people for sure they they're absolutely mis- information,
0: and then call it whatever they want but it's just pure censorship i should be able to i should be able to walk out on the streets and yell that an asteroid came down and turned me into a dog Yeah, If I want to, it's called freedom of speech. I can say whatever I want. Whether it's right or wrong. And as a free, intelligent society, we should be able to do that. But that's not where I was going with it. Where I was going with it is that because those platforms started to censor, you had different platforms pop up, right? So YouTube, huge censor. Yeah. Owned by Google. Like, no no, uh, surprise there. So what happens is they pop up one called Rumble. Yeah. Right. Twitter goes south. They pop up. What Truth Social by Trump? I still not get on up. Truth
2: Social, man. They won't let me on. Here's the thing. <laughs> but here's the problem: is that it's still I went an echo on. chamber of the same. I got on Getter and I got on Rumble. That's it. Getter. I got on Getter and got on Rumble, and and it's like, okay, these are just people that are more extreme than me, that are farther down the scale, right? Of, but, of another echo chamber of my beliefs. But even
0: beyond that, if I want to be and an intelligent human being.
2: You gotta you gotta hear both sides and have a conversation, Correct. and I mean, you this can't. is what they all prevent.
0: Right. This is what they stop. So the, the new platforms, it's even worse because like like typically you have conservatives going there, right? Right. Um, and so it's gonna be all just the same conservative voice or the same message over and over and over, which just infuriates you. It just really gets you into a frenzy. I got sick
2: of it and deleted all of those, the conservative ones, because I realized that they were just doing the same thing as the other ones. It was just trash talking the opponents, no real facts. They, They weren't sticking to conversations about truth. They were just smear campaigns from either side. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. But another thing that I want to talk about that spiked that people don't want to look at, because people here's here's something super trendy to talk about in the world. Mental health. Right. Everybody wants to focus on your mental health and mental wellness. And they everybody's aware that depression and suicidal ideation and anxiety are hugely prevalent in society but we We did
0: agree before the show that i would not be making any suicide jokes and so
2: but what i want people to see is that there has been spikes associated with this with social media and some of the spikes they've noticed is that older teenage girls for, for self-harming, you know, mm-hmm. self-harmers. So that's
0: like cutting. and. Yes,
2: that spiked 62% after 2011. And for the young teen girls, self-harm was up 189% after 2011. Wow. And then for suicide, it spiked after 2009. For older teenage particularly girls but not just girls it was up 70 percent and for preteen girls it was up 151 percent after 2009 that
0: seems insane to me
2: because you got snapchat filters people are going to have surgeries requesting that they look more like their snapchat filters it actually breeds depression depression or it's
0: going to breed a more beautiful population
2: (laughs) that doesn't help donnie
0: oh sorry Uh,
2: but what i'm saying is it's a counterfeit it's a false sense of identity people think that their lives are in this virtual world and it's fake it's not real and people lack the ability to have a one-on-one personal connection and conversation well, with people today
0: and it goes back to what we talked about in the last segment what's the draw why does it how does it draw me in and that's how it draws me in
2: but it here's what's crazy fake
0: approval i
2: think that it's no different than heroin addiction though because i know heroin addiction is damaging But there's some internal payoff that, that seems to outweigh the damage and I can't not do it.
0: Well yeah, it's that I'm, dopamine hit, it's that validation, it's that And
2: people might comfort. do it with gambling, people might yeah. do it with food, people might do it with social media, people might do it with drugs or alcohol, but but what I'm saying is there's always a payoff even if, even if there's a consequence associated with it and when it becomes an addiction, it's when the consequences that you're aware of it, you're that it's harmful to your life and you're doing it anyway.
0: What's some of the problems with it for you? Like you and I have kind of argued a little bit. We've we've bickered about it, I guess would say, cuz I I quit social media three years ago. Uh, yeah. I was still on Instagram. Now, before that, I was off of pretty much everything four or five years ago.
2: Yeah. Um, but are you boasting about that?
0: A little bit. Self-righteous a little bit. Donnie. Yes. He
2: thinks he's better than me because he can <clears throat> stay away from it, and I'm a little bit sicker than him, and I just can't. So why and,
0: though? What what kind? Of, and let me ask you this before we go into that. What are some of the problems that it causes you that you see?
2: None. It's fine.
0: <laughs> You're an idiot.
2: no i think it, it takes away uh okay problems it, it brainwashes me yep uh and it sucks time right everybody says oh i don't have enough time in the day i don't have right. enough time so here's one thing i did uh, a couple different times i set a screen time block on my phone
0: mm-hmm. and it will usually last a little bit
2: it lasts a little bit and and so Uh, I had an accountability group with some women. I was screenshotting my screen time and sharing it with them to be accountable. Um, But now when it pops up, I just click ignore for the day.
0: But during that time, when you were doing that, or you and I have done that for Lent, where we'll drop all digital media, period, right, for 40 days for just for our own spiritual well-being – did you feel like you had more time to get things done like maybe you were sitting Here's idle Here's how it goes more. at first. Okay. Here's how
2: it goes at first. When I get off social media or abstain it for some period, at first I feel anxious. I don't mm-hmm. know I don't know what to do with my hands. Dope sick. I, I'll go I'll go sit in my chair and I, and I would normally grab my phone and read something or scroll. And and it's the weirdest thing because it's like what do I do with my hands? I feel anxious. I feel uncomfortable. What am I? Am I supposed to go read a book? I don't want to read a book. Well, you <laughs> you
0: recently uh, you recently dumped Instagram you, within the last. Are month. you
2: past the anxious phase?
1: You know it's interesting because really for the first three weeks I would say I I would think about it. I think at least four or five times a day oh, just yeah. because also I didn't replace the spot on my phone oh. with something. So yeah. every time I'd open, I'd instantly <laughs> just click that. And isn't uh, it weird
2: muscle memory for that? Icon? It is.
1: It is really weird. I'm. I, it's bizarre. And you know what I've noticed too is, you know, I have Snapchat as well, but I mainly just use that. I always use that. I didn't even check stories really, but I just, you know, send messages to my friends And now I've noticed that I'm scrolling on their news thing. And their news thing is way worse than Instagram. But it's like... You replaced it. I replaced it immediately. Yeah. Pretty much.
2: One thing I did is I moved one of my icons all the way to the last page of my icons because it was just like right there. My thumb would always click it. And so I moved it to the very last page. But now I can flip those pages real quick and still click that icon. Like it does not... I still struggle with this. I don't know that I have any solution around this right now.
0: Uh, I had to... When I got rid of Instagram, I replaced that icon with i wanted to read more Mm -hmm. so i put my kindle button there yeah i put the the bible app button there i I, put
2: on my first page where i moved facebook to the end i put my bible app there
0: but i i tried to put (laughs) something there that i i could hit instead of instagram that was better that was better for me for me to grow i think for a little even for a little bit i even put a remember i played video games for a little bit yeah on my phone um that's a
2: whole nother kind of addiction for some
0: but but this is definitely a problem, right? This yeah. is something that I mean. I'm. Last night we watched an hour and a half long show about the evil of the social media platforms.
2: Yeah, and then I went to bed uh, and got on it <laughs> immediately. I
0: took a picture of you. Don't I post went, that on Instagram. I'm going to want you please. to put it up on Instagram. No, uh,
2: I, my hair is crazy. Don't do that. To me. I went
0: in there and you're literally laying in bed on Facebook, and I just started giggling. Listen, it
2: was fine because it was news.
0: But let me ask you something.
2: That's what I. That's the lie I tell myself.
0: What's the difference?
2: There is none
0: between being dope sick and being off here's social the, media. Here's the
2: delusion my my mind does. Yeah. What's the difference of me reading a book on a Kindle versus reading the news on on Facebook?
0: One is to grow, and one is to rot your brain.
2: Well, I logically know that, but that's not the lie that and I believe in the, the, the stories, moment.
0: Most of the stories on like, Facebook I are all fake. i I need to know anyway.
2: what happened in the Amber Heard Don, 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 Johnny Depp trial today. Oh Lord! I, you know, I don't freaking care. Isn't
0: this, that part this of this makes the, no
2: no difference in my life at all? But I feel like I need to know this.
0: Isn't that part of the dumbing down of America? Sure,
2: but I'm really smart, so <laughs> I got a ways to go before it makes me too stupid. <laughs>
0: I mean cuz one of the things that they talked about on that show was that one of the problems is the polarization of human beings in America. They
2: literally use social media for like the Myanmar and the Philippines like like for political to disrupt, disrupt disrupt destruction and gain
0: their democracy and and, and the, the other thing
2: th- about the Russia thing Right. Yeah. Everybody always was blamed. Russia did not hack. Did not hack. They used exactly the setup that Facebook uses to <laughs> brainwash people. They Thanks. used the system already in place. Right.
0: So, I mean, listen anybody this can has do been, it.
2: Anybody can do what Russia did.
0: I'm I'm planning an attack later today <laughs> on your Facebook. So when we come back, we're gonna talk about some solutions, some fix. I what can we any, do? So we'll How see. can we fix this addiction? Don't go anywhere, we'll be right back.
2: Welcome back. You're listening to Relevant Recovery Radio with Heather and Donnie Mosier and Ril. And I'm
0: really glad that you're listening and you're not on Facebook right now. Please do not be scrolling Facebook <laughs> while we're talking about how evil social media Listen, is. Listen,
2: when we went to the break, we were talking about stuff and, and I, I, I proposed a theory because here's the thing. I want to correlate it to drug and alcohol addiction for just this a moment. It's not
0: much different.
2: It's not much different, but here's the thing. Here's the setup in drug and alcohol world. There We don't hate drugs or alcohol. Right. I'm not against people being able to recreationally do cocaine five times a year or drink at the wedding or have a beer after they mow the yard. But here's the problem. Some people can drink or do drugs in moderation and it doesn't destroy them. Mentally, they're or physically.
0: extraterrestrial. And
2: so I'm saying most of the world is that way, Donnie. Oh. When it comes to drugs and alcohol, 85% of the world does not have the allergy and the obsession, which I would bet is Will. I bet he has not burned his life down to the ground with heroin like I have. I bet he can drink on New Year's Eve and doesn't end up in jail and
1: do you Not do, yet. You know. Do you drink at all? Are you a drinker? Uh, I do drink, yes. Okay. Yeah.
2: So that's what I'm talking about. He's a moderate, he's someone who's normal. Okay. Okay. And wait, so let's.
0: Ha, wait, let's ask if he's. Have you drank today? I have not <laughs> drank today. Okay, so yeah, he's probably moderate. <laughs> he's, he's probably, probably moderate. You and I would be loaded at work. So, so here's yeah. the thing.
2: Like, this is a good example. Will is, is a moderate. He's someone who can... Leave it or take it, alone, okay. you know. And is that possible in social media? See, I think for a large percentage of the population, this addiction is more insidious and underhanded, and we don't realize that it's an addiction and happening. But I think there is a portion of the population that could be able to moderate their social media usage. They could control and enjoy social media.
0: And this is where you and I disagreed, and this is where we started to argue. We're like, no, let's get back on the air so we can argue. i like this to on argue the with you yeah. on air, yeah, because people see how smart I am. Here's the pr- problem, is that if I drink or drug, mm-hmm. right, um, there is parts of my brain, we know that I have this allergy that says I want more and more and more once it's in my body.
2: And you have the insanity that leads you back to the first.
0: That's right. So there's this obsession that says, hey, this time you can handle it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I've watched you with the same obsession with social I'm media. I'm not normal. But hold on. So here's what I'm saying. <laughs> here's the difference, is that they are not scientifically making drugs and alcohol to dig deeper into your psyche to, to increase the draw. I think they did
2: that. It's called Suboxone. <laughs> they absolutely did that.
0: The audience doesn't even know what that is. <laughs> it's called it's candy.
2: <laughs> they absolutely are doing that with pharmaceuticals. But I I hear your point. You see
0: what I'm saying? Like they're literally they have a Stanford class. So
2: you think called that Stanford all society, persuasion you, technology? You think all society, if they use social media, are addicted?
0: Absolutely. I don't think people can be a moderate social media user. I just don't think that's possible.
2: Just because it's not designed that way?
1: Well, what is y'all's average time on the apps?
2: <laughs> mine is ridiculous. Hold on, I can pull mine up. What's yours, Will? Do you happen to know?
1: Uh, the When I checked before I deleted it, it was about a little over two and a half hours every day.
2: All right, so I'm looking at mine for the day. Right now, I'm at 3 hours and 14 minutes. My daily average is 5 hours and 49 minutes a day for the week, my daily average.
0: And so let me ask you, what could you be doing instead of that, right? But here's the other thing, too, is that you, I would consider you an intelligent person. Thank you. I consider Will an intelligent person, right? Yes. But what I'm saying is that you don't have a choice. That's what I'm trying to say, is that they have used psychology and science. And
2: even the good about it, because there is a good Right? Like, like Will was talking about, there's there's lots of things about social media that bring positive change in the world. And and so we don't want to say it's all bad. Like, it, but not all that drugs guy, are bad. Not all alcohol is bad. Remember what that guy said.
0: A dead elephant gets more popular than an alive one. Elephant. Right? A dead whale gets more popular than an alive one. Right, What he's trying to say is the bad news gets more coverage. Yeah, yeah. So how good is it? Right. So that's what I'm saying, and so they know they can get you in your validation. They know they can get you in anger. They know what I'm saying is that I don't think people have a choice. So I quit all social media three years ago, and I, my life has never been better. Yeah. Right? I don't do I don't do mainstream news at all. I don't you can't do social handle it. I don't, but you can't either. That's I what we've been discussing.
2: <laughs> I can too. I can too.
0: That's literally what we're discussing. We watched it. An- an hour and a half long show on how evil this is and you went Listen, right to bed and got into I'm, it. I'm
2: denying this truth. I am a moderate social media user. I can handle it.
0: How many hours a day was that average?
2: Five. But that includes text <laughs> messaging. That's not just social. It's like my text I text with work. Yeah. That includes all the hours I'm on my messaging. So okay? I'm gonna I,
0: guess that it's at least four hours of social media.
2: Here, hold on, let me pull it up.
0: So here's what I'm saying is that because the cards are stacked against you, people don't understand what AI is and how how powerful it is
2: for the week my messages is four hours and facebook is three for the week for the week
0: three a day yeah yeah that's understand like what could you be doing in three hours a day besides scroll 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 yeah uh, i don't know well the dishes
2: (laughs) (laughs) wow we have a dishwasher for that
0: that's what i was about to say (laughs) Well, that's what I was talking about.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, sometimes I've had a long, busy day. How many day. women
0: do you think just drove into a wall just now? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, oh, here's a news flash. Donnie does most of the dishes at my house. He yeah. helps with laundry. He does a lot of cleaning. He does all the cooking, ladies. Yeah, I so do not we, cook. We, I so make the he, jokes, makes, but... he makes <laughs> male pig jokes, but he's actually very chivalrous and helps me with a lot of stuff around the house.
0: Yeah. I don't like her to open doors and all that. Yeah, she so yeah. makes <laughs> jokes. Oh, I don't know what to do with this handle. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know how to take out the trash. I just don't know where it goes. Yeah. Curbs are dangerous. You do so, it for me.
0: Okay, so I give up everything three years ago. My life gets better. Why is my life better? My life is better. Because here's what I believe. You wanted to talk about the possible fix. It, are there moderate social media users? And I'm inclined to think no.
2: I experience too much FOMO when I think of leaving it alone for good and for all. Well, like I feel like I, I need to know that that girl pooped in that guy's bed. <laughs> Like, I need to know this <laughs> because where will my life be if I don't find this out? I have FOMO. I fear missing out.
0: Okay, so how is it going to benefit your life to know that Amber Heard... Oh, it? Okay. Yeah. How's it, it going to better your life?
2: <laughs> I'm not saying it does. It doesn't add anything. It's just in entertainment.
0: Fact, in fact, in my mind, it detracts from your life. It
2: probably makes me a little more dumb.
0: Right. And so that's kind of my point is I don't believe there's moderate because, again...
2: Here's the, here's the thing. Well, let's talk about the solution. Though this is the last segment. I'm
0: trying to get there,
2: uh, but because I have none, I'm, I can't really offer this unless so we all agree to total abstinence. And let's the whole volley world it back to
0: the guy who is abstinent. The whole
2: world would have to do that.
0: <laughs> because here's the deal: we're is not going
2: to do that.
0: I was off it for three years. What did he do? I got on. <laughs> <laughs> I got back on Instagram. Wait, hold on. When we started the Instagram for this show, which was right about one month ago, and what happened immediately? Yeah, to me?
2: you were angry again because you were right back where you left off, like it was a drink. You and, were scroll, scroll, scroll. You were getting feeds and sponsored things that you didn't want to see. You were just angry about and I it right angrily
0: because I'm a man, yeah. right? And so to get my attention, woman in a bikini. And next thing you know, it's woman in bikini, woman in bikini scrolling. And I'm not about that. Right. I'm not okay with it. So the other day I was like, that's it. I'm done. I removed it from my phone and I said, you have to run the Instagram. Yeah. Because abstinence is the only way. I, I guess what I'm saying is like... Um,
2: and it's so weird because I do truly believe that around drugs and alcohol. You know, that's that's the the story of my life is I'm the type of person, not everybody's like me or you, but we are the type of person that the only real recovery we can have is entire abstinence
0: Okay. So from
2: drugs and alcohol.
0: I think you just hit on something. So you're still under the delusion yeah, that's what
2: that saying. this is
0: solving something for you. What does it solve for you?
2: Nothing. It, I'm not saying it solves anything. I'm in the delusion that it's not as harmful as it probably really is. It's probably fine. I, I'm, a, I'm a moderate social media user. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that's the lie I tell myself. Right. I need it for work. Uh, I want to post these pictures. I want to see how my aunt's doing in Oklahoma. I want to tag my daughter in this. Like I, I, all of those little hooks that they have for it justifies it in my those, mind.
0: And they're counterfeit. <laughs> sure. Because if you really cared about your aunt in Oklahoma, you'd call her.
2: Yeah, that's that's a different ball game there, yeah, right?
0: <laughs> if you really did. I mean, because here's the thing: is that the the friends of mine that are real friends that I care about, I call them and text them. Yeah. Right. And so, so
2: okay, so one tip is to that we have done that worked really well is to put all of our devices charging overnight in the kitchen.
0: We did that for a bit with, uh, with my your son, son you know? when he lived with us. Oh all- Lord, remember when we took his phone away
2: yeah, for 24 hours? He almost became suicidal. I've
0: never seen anybody react this way. And I remember when we first got him, he was like, "I don't." Even, I was like, "Hey, bro, you want to watch?" Uh, so I have an 80 inch TV in our media room. We wanted
2: to watch a movie with him.
0: And I'm like, "Hey, let's watch a Marvel movie." And he's like, I don't watch movies, and I realize why his face doesn't come out the phone.
2: So I think that this topic has a lot of debate still left in it. We would love to hear from you, our listeners. So please get on social media and message me on Facebook or Instagram. (laughs) This is fantastic. Kelly Billy. (laughs) 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 Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. We'll listen. You'll listen to. What happened to those who stand for nothing? And don't forget, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. Better find out what you stand for.
0: Hashtag God though.